What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is Aaron Donald, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here with Byron Lambert. As you can tell, we're getting ready for the senior bowl. I have my senior bowl garb on, or if you're listening to the podcast, you can imagine me having a senior bowl jacket on, having a little bit of a what 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 do they call these raccoon eye suntans, Byron, and some cracked lips for being up there in the stands with that wind whistling through. Um, Hancock Whitney Stadium. You're back in Florida. I'm back in Texas. What what the hell's going on, brother? I'm just getting fired up to watch this game. Always like seeing how the fallout is. Uh, always some really bizarre players pop up in the game, and rarely does the score end up the way that you expect it to. I'll be excited. I I, I had to leave this. I had to leave practice a little bit early on Thursday because I I uh, I I drove in from from Austin to Mobile and. Maybe you saw did do you did you see because you said that Mac Jones uh, and we'll get in we'll go position by position we'll talk quarterback wide receiver running back and tight end but Mac Jones the Alabama quarterback clearly the quarterback position kind of starts and ends with him did you see him at the end of practice running in a running in a touchdown which sounds pr- pretty amazing to consider based on the fact that I didn't see much mobility from him during during the week. Um, as far as ability to hurt with his legs, but did you see him kind of hurt an ankle or hurt a hamstring or something? I'm a little bit worried he might not play today. I didn't see that, but I did text you about that awesome scramble he had to get the uh, ball into the end zone. He really, really showed off excellent scrambling ability and just pretty good. I mean, he can run pretty well. I didn't know he could move like that. So we had been talking earlier in the week, you know, kind of joking around saying he's not a Josh Allen. He's not a, a Daniel Jones, but I think he's a little bit closer to Daniel Jones. I mean, Daniel Jones can really run, but he's, he's yeah. got Mac Jones has legitimate real scrambling ability. And I'm actually going to take this opportunity right here, right now to plant my flag in the ground. I'm going to come out super hot here in the draft season. And I am going to go on the record and say, I'm not going to let a single person in the industry get higher than me on Mac Jones this draft season. Right now, I'm calling him a top 10 talent um, overall, and I'm not going to back off of that. So if anybody tries, I'll come right back over the top for the next 90 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's. I, I think that I, I was kind of – I came out of the week – I came out of the week thinking that he, he won't make it out of the top 20. So, I mean, it's – 
It's um, I and I, I think that'll basically become consensus. But as long as like, let's just talk. Let's 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 get into quarterbacks before we do, guys. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please give the podcast a five star rating and review. Uh, we're going to be upping the content. We're going to be talking more about these rookies. We're going to be trying to get out traveling around and getting to see them, bringing you more of this stuff. But we need more ratings and reviews in Apple Podcasts. So please, five star rating, five star review. Just scroll down right now in your Apple Podcast app. Hit the farthest right five stars. And if you do, we'll get more podcasts out to you. We promise. All right. Quarterback, Mac Jones, Alabama. I think for, I, I think, uh, you know, I want to let you talk about him, but I think that probably the context we should give is that, and I, you know, I was tweeting back and forth with, um, oh, I forgot who, somebody else in John Daigle from Roto World. And they were talking about Mac Jones and about how he had stood out. He'd sort of risen this week. And I said, look, it, it, one of the reasons was because Mac Jones looked really good. And the other reason was he kind of stood out because it was the, the other quarterbacks were pretty bad. And you know, not to say it's the worst class we've seen in Mobile, you know, outside of Mac Jones. You know, you and I reminded ourselves we did see the Taj Boyd, you know, Stephen Morris, Logan Thomas year. We did survive that one. Um but pretty pretty bad outside of the, Mac the, Jones. the kid from West Virginia. I'll still say to this day had the worst Senior Bowl of them all. At the very best, he was down there with the Stephen Morris's of the oh, world. Oh, oh, Will Will Greer, oh. who, who who your boy Frisco Josh called called us out about on Twitter, saying we were donks. He may have, for me, he may have been the worst quarterback I've seen in ten years attending the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the more I, and and the the more I've thought about it, Mac Jones may really, in fact, be the best quarterback performance i've seen in 10 years at the senior bowl the only guys i can put up there with him what about josh allen and only stuff? guys well you, you hated josh allen at the senior bowl and i love josh allen well you, you love josh allen if you, you want to talk about bowl. it if you, you i loved him all along if you if if you want to talk josh allen though i mean the senior bowl performance was up and down it was a projection from there there was a lot i loved about him. the only guys that i can put up with mac jones in terms of Quarterback performances in the decade I've been attending the Senior Bowl are Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield. Those are the three guys that have had the best weeks of practice in the 10 years I've been attending the Senior Bowl. And Mac Jones, I think, honestly, it could have been the best the best of those three. By the way, he's he's got much more of an NFL body than either of those guys. We already talked about it, the scrambling ability. He was in command and sharp from the very first snap. His accuracy was uncanny. It's not a monster arm like Josh Allen, but it's more than enough. It's more than enough arm. Uh, I fell in love with Mac Jones, dude. Fell in love. Well, um, the Kipsey in the tw- in the chat is acting is asking if Felipe Franks is draftable. I I don't think he's draftable. I think he sucks. I think he was the worst quarterback there. You think Franks was from from Arkansas the, the worst quarterback in attendance? I don't think any of the quarterbacks are draftable. Oh well, they're gonna they're gonna be drafted. Kellen Mond will be drafted. Ellinger will be drafted. They're, they're all terrible. Jamie prospects. Newman will be drafted. All terrible prospects. Terrible prospects. And do you know what? It, it, you know, it. It, it, and it and it hurt our ability to be able to um, evaluate as well the uh, to be able to evaluate as well some of the pass catchers, especially on the what whatever the whatever the Miami coach team was. I. And that that whole thing switching it from North and South to American and National it still messes me up. Do you do you know which one's which at this point? I still yeah. Don't National know. was Flores and American was Rule. Okay. I love that they made the change. We should take a second to mention that 
both coaching staffs impressive. We like both those head coaches a lot. Rule really stood out as a guy that, I mean, he, he likes to coach these kids up, man. And he wasn't playing around. He ran a high energy practice, a very tight ship, very, very impressed with both staffs. But Matt rule really, really stood out there. Thought it was worth a mention. Listen to this. We have some dumbass on Twitter, Matt from B, Matt B from CA saying, I'm only giving you a five-star review if that's what I think you deserve. I hate it when I'm told to give you a certain review. I've been listening to the podcast for 45 seconds. So I'll tell that guy, if you're listening right now, turn off the fucking show and fuck off. Okay. Um, we, don't, we don't want your review. We don't want you to listen. We don't want you to follow us. In fact, I'm going to block you on Twitter. Okay. Let's get back to it. <laughs> um, let's uh, we um, we uh, and here and here's the thing, Matt B from CA. We fucking go around giving giving you the shit fucking content for free. We 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 take the money that our business makes and we fly out to the goddamn senior bowl. We fly to these pro days. We do all this fucking bullshit. You get it for free on here. We ask you all you we ask you all to all you can do. If you're going to fucking freeload on the content, it gives a fucking good rating and a good review. Thankfully, we have a bunch of subscribers who do appreciate what it is that we do. It's motherfuckers like you who get me pissed off and make me want to put all of our content behind a paywall. So you can fuck off, suck a big bag of dicks. Um, the re- we'll, we'll, we'll continue doing good work for all the rest of our, uh, all the rest of our subscribers. Um, anyway, anything else on the quarterbacks? Nope. Mac Jones is a stud. Yeah. Um, let me block this asshole on Twitter just real quick. And I always like mentioning, I mean, it applies to all these guys that being a great prospect doesn't always necessarily translate to becoming a great NFL player. And that's what we're here to evaluate is how good of the prospects all of these guys are. And I'm not hedging at all. I mean, Mac, Mac Jones is a stud, but I, and I, I think that whoever passes on him is going to be very regretful. He's awesome, man. I, I just, to me, with Mac Jones, it was his, it was his touch, it was his accuracy, like you said, his command. I didn't really notice as much with the agility, but I left practice a little bit early on Thursday before I saw any of the scrambling stuff and and the red zone drills. But his ability to manipulate the pocket, his agility within the pocket, um, you know, I, 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 I just, I don't think that he's a guy that completely needs to be thought of as like this statuesque. Um, you know, he's you're not going to confuse him for Michael Vick, but I, I also just don't think you're going to be confusing him for Drew, Drew Bledsoe or something like that. He, well, and, and he's a guy who could come in and start almost from day one, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yo, if you put him in the right system. Yeah. yeah I mean, you could put him in the right. He's smart. That's the other, that, that's the other thing. He's a straight A student. He's smart. He's smart. He picks things up fast. And um yeah, it was a better game. senior bowl than Herbert last year, even. I mean, these guys are all studs. We've seen monsters come out of here. And this isn't determinative of him being better than those guys when it's all said and done. But that's what we're talking about here, folks. Um, okay, running running back, uh, Najee Harris was there uh, out of Alabama. It was clear. I mean, you look at him, and he's got a bot. Like Byron kept on saying, he's like, He's got a body that looks like Adrian Peterson. You know, there are people that are comping him in the dynasty world to, you know, Matt Forte because he's got that, you know, dynamic pass catching ability plus the ability to run between the tackles. He has terrific vision. It's the forward lean that we noticed at the beginning of practices. Now, what Najee Harris did was he wouldn't, um, he would not uh, go through the drills after they got done with doing the early team stuff where they go like 50, 75%, right? 
So not quite walkthrough work, walkthrough participation for Najee Harris, but somewhere just a little kind of somewhere a little bit above um, walkthrough level participation for him. But even just seeing him do that was you, know, you saw everything that you wanted to. The lateral quickness, the way that he moves his feet, and the explosiveness to the hole, the forward lean, the, the contact balance. He he's the all around package. I'm pretty sure he's the 101 in dynasty rookie drafts this year. Uh, so clearly, you know he's the best of the bunch. But then after that, you know there's a bunch of interesting guys, and I just I'd like to get your thoughts. I mean, I know that we both really like Larry Roundtree from Missouri. Uh, a lot the of third. Yeah, the third, the third. Larry, Always is he the third? Okay, Larry, Larry Roundtree the third. Larry Roundtree the third from Missouri. Uh, yeah, he wasn't on anybody. Sure, sure, so wasn't on our radar coming into this thing. Not on a lot of radars. People thought maybe he's a little bit of a low upside type of player. Um, I do. I, I thought that. I thought he showed some explosiveness and some burst and some really good vision. Like um, down in the red zone drills, he was. Um, one of the guys that just seemed to always fall forward and, and you know and and get in for the touchdown. He followed he, he follows his blocks so well, especially in those power and gap schemes. Um, uh, the guy that what's the light blue North Carolina helmet? What's his name? Michael, Michael Carter. Michael Carter. He's a he's a good little player too, man. Um, you know the the one issue. You know, really good in the passing game. Pretty dynamic with the way that he can move. But he's just so so bad in pass protection. And I just wonder with that guy. You know, it seems like he's gonna. You know, Byron kept saying like maybe he's a James White. But we're like, dude, you, you can't be considered a James White here at the Senior Bowl if you can't pass protect like James White did that one that one year that he was here. I believe twenty fourteen. So. Um, Maybe more of a DeAndre Washington was was your comp. I thought that that was an interesting comp. It feels like people are kind of saying that he's a for sure day two pick, which I'm just I'm not completely convinced of with him. To be honest, I wasn't completely blown away by any of these running backs, not named Najee Harris, but I thought that Roundtree was the best of the bunch. Yeah, I was pretty. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Blown away by Roundtree, five ten, two sixteen. He looked explosive. Was very versatile. Three down capability. Uh, I can't wait to see how he tests. He'll be one of those guys that will be watching very, very closely to see how he tests. He tests well. Uh, I mean, my comp for him will probably be a, like a Keyshawn Vaughn type, which, you know, for me, that's a very meaningful comp. I know there's a lot of people still waiting to see what that looks like in the NFL. We saw a glimpse of it there at the end of the season where he looked very, very good with the touches uh, that he did get at the end of the regular season. But, uh, I mean, I saw a guy that really has it all. And, um, you know, if you remember, Vaughn was kind of the top running back coming into the senior bowl class before he pulled out last year. So I think that's the kind of player we're looking at. Sounds like a day two pick a guy that if you tell me he's ever going to get a known amount of touches in the double digits, you like, I'll want to start him in fantasy. And if he's a guy that I know is involved early on in his career, I'm going to want to own him in fantasy. So I think that Larry Roundtree is a dynasty sleeper that every listener right now needs to put on their watch list. And remember that we told you about him, Michael Carter. So, you know, we don't treat it as the Holy grail, but I always do like to go look back and look at this because it's been meaningful in the past. 
I like to see every week who the players vote in as the top practice player of the week at each position. Michael Carter was voted the top running back uh, of the week from his squad by the defenders that went up against him. And what I saw with Carter was I can see why he's projected. I'm not saying the values there, but based on the way that they used him in practice, pretty clear to me that that was a guy they were really interested in. The NFL is interested in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that day two thing is not a big surprise to me. I'm with you. I don't know if he's got the size or the really the elite burst to be a significant player in the NFL, but I think he's the kind of guy they're very interested in that they want to use. Uh, he had a good week. I know he struggled on pass protection. I, you know, I thought to be fair, it was worth pointing out that he was trying. He wasn't just like shying away from it necessarily. I thought he was getting in there and trying, you know, especially as the week progressed, which is something that we look for. So he wasn't uh, he wasn't trying. He was holding. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some holds in there. So Carter, I bet, you know, I thought it was close with Khalil Herbert out of Virginia Tech, who another guy I think is going to be very, very important. The Virginia Tech to, guy. Yeah. To see how he tests. Um, is going to be very, very important. He, he's a guy that I think might surprise us with his numbers at Pro Day or Regional Combine. It'll be interesting to see because he showed a lot of versatility and was really able to kind of create some plays in space, was good in all three phases. I think his hands were a little small if you looked at his measurements. Didn't really have the body type you were looking for. And then interestingly I think, enough I, – I think he had like eight and a half inch. I think he had like eight and a half A little bit small inch. hands. Kenneth, yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth Dixon hands on him. Little kindergarten hands. So, you know, then the other surprise to me, really he finished up very, very strong on day three. So maybe this shouldn't have surprised me. I think he's an undersized prospect, probably not that meaningful in the NFL. But from the other squad, it was Kylan Hill who was voted as running back – Practice player of the week. So I, which, to me, which is, which is weird, which is weird to me. He's the Mississippi State one, right? Five foot 10, 214 pounds. Um, I, I, did you, isn't that weird? Is that a little weird to you? I did, I, I, I was, I saw that, I saw, I saw the senior bowl tweet that last night and I looked through my notes and I couldn't find much about him. Yeah, he had a good day three. I had, a, he did have a good day three. He's still not a guy that, you know, most of these guys, I think, are going to be, you know, backups. I, I didn't get the sense that Kylan Hill is going to be some standout player in the NFL. But he, he had a good day three. And so for me, you know, I kind of put him in that bucket with Elijah Mitchell out of Louisiana Tech, who kind of showed sneaky three down capability, probably a little bit undersized himself. I think we both thought that the kid from OU, Stevenson, throw, showed three down capability, but just doesn't have the burst just, out there. He just doesn't have the burst to be an NFL player. He doesn't have the juice, man. He yeah. just doesn't have the juice. I think anybody that was out there that watched – what's his name? Ramondre Stevenson. I think anybody out there that was watching him couldn't help but come away a little bit disappointed in that guy. Because if you look at the way he looks, he looks like you're like, ooh, we could have something here. But he, he gets the ball, man. He's got the oatmeal pants. Well, and I didn't want to forget about your guy uh, – Trey Sermon because he didn't participate, but and I haven't watched the film yet, but I know you told me he had pretty standout college production at least here recently. So I didn't want to. I know he can't really probably make the All Senior Bowl team as a guy who didn't participate at all, but I did want to make sure that like he's a guy I don't forget about because it sounds like an interesting prospect. You guys can find the All Senior Bowl team over at rosterwatch.com. If you're not, if you you know if you want to go check out our. If you want to go check out our content, I'm not demanding that you check out of the content. 
for you want for any particular Matt B from CA out in the crowd that just wants to just wants to whine and complain about free shit and being told and, th- and feeling like he's being told what to do. I promise you, buddy, I'm not telling you you have to go do it, but I'm inviting you if you'd like to go. You can go there to rosterwatch.com and check it out, but only if you but only if you want to and it and, and you feel comfortable doing so. Okay, what about at the wide receiver spot? I just saw a tweet from John Ledyard saying he's going to turn the uh, turn the volume off because Omari Rogers just got called Tyreek Hill esque by Daniel Jeremiah. That I, I got to go. Pa- that, I got to go. Pause this game real quick. <laughs> no, I didn't even know. I, it was. It's just, so basically, it's just, it's just now getting started. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm gonna have to re. Yeah, yeah, it's just now kicked too. off. Okay, well, look, we'll just we'll, we'll fly through receivers then. So you you guys know that we're you guys know that we're um, we're really going to the trouble of getting this out for you right now. So let's just go through wide receivers. Amari Rogers, Clemson. I mean, two hundred and eleven pounds. He does not look it. Uh, maybe that's why Daniel Jeremiah said he's kind of Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill esque. I I don't have a comp for him. I, I think that there's no one like him. I really liked your comp of a small AJ Brown. Which to me translates a little bit to a Debo Samuel. The more I think about it, I think he's a little quicker, but I think it's that same, ultimately a similar type of player. You know, we said all week we didn't see a super alpha Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel performance, but I think when it was all said and done, it's pretty clear Rodgers basically had one of those types of weeks, at least relative to this group. And even big picture, I just think I expect him to run well. If he does, you're going to look back and say, good senior bowl, great measurables. Uh, this is a guy that you got to like. I mean, is he more than a good wide receiver three in the NFL? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. You know, maybe it can be a two. I think that's probably the ceiling on him. But, I mean, we're we're talking about a pretty good player here. Um, what if he uh, – dude, if he went to the right place. Like, he, I, I love him. I, and I think that he's going to be more than a – more than a wide receiver three in the in the NFL, um, and if he tests well, it's just it's absolutely wheels up. Um, Dwayne Eskridge, you know who we know is going to test well, four three five guy. The fact is he's 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 already a year older than CD Lamb right now at this point, ten months older than DK Metcalf. I, he had five years in college. He had one injury year. He had one year where he moved from wide receiver back to cornerback, back to wide receiver. Um, I don't know why anybody would ever try and put him at corner with how dangerous he is with the ball in his hands. He'll break your ankle with his stems at the line of scrimmage. He will run right by you and he, 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 he'll, he'll, he'll catch it. If you get it near him, these guys couldn't always get it exactly near him, but Dwayne Eskridge, somebody who uh, I came away uh, very, very, very impressed with. And I think we'll see whenever we get his combine, not his combine, but his pro day measurables, um, he'll be he'll be one of the wide receivers with, with one of the best speeds as far as everybody out there this year. Yeah, I thought in a smallish wide receiver class that had a handful of good players, but not a ton of players that really blew me away, even though he didn't participate on day three, which I would have liked to have seen. I, I at least thought Eskridge was next to Rogers, the other guy that when he did participate kind of leapt off the field at me. So you know, he's going to be my wide receiver, too, uh, out of the players that participated uh, in this in the senior bowl there, Alex. And then, uh, uh, you know, I, I kind of put him a little bit in the same bucket as your guy, Tylen Wallace, who also didn't participate in day three. I would have liked to have seen more, but I just thought when I did see Eskridge go on the outside, it was a little clear to me that he kind of 
really popped off the field, maybe a little more than Wallace. So I kept Eskridge over Wallace. And then I slid Kadarius Tony right in there, actually between the two at my number three, he was one of the senior bowl wide receivers of the week as voted by the defenders on his uh, roster. We thought he had a lot of KJ Hill. He's kind of a shifty, fast downhill guy. I don't think he had a perfect week. I think he's kind of small. So I'm not sure what his overall upside in the NFL was, uh, but I thought that he kind of rounded out the top three. So I have it Rogers, Eskridge, Tony, and then Wallace. And uh, right after that, Shai Smith, I thought, you know, I know you liked him. I thought he looked a lot like those other guys, um, left me wanting occasionally, but, it, you know, was a, a good player to round out that top five. Shai Smith, South Carolina, had the, definitely had the catch of the week early on, got hurt in day two and uh, did not participate for the for basically he was basically participated for one and a half practices. So I kept him out of my top three. Uh, my top two were the same as Byron with Amari Rogers and Dwayne Eskridge. But, um, you know, Tylen Wallace was my number three. I understand that. Um, I understand why you had Kadarius Tony there. He had a lot of, you know, people are, I mean, some people are putting him in the first round of their mock drafts and stuff right now. I don't think that that's going to, you know, necessarily come to fruition, but he, he's, he's like, he's like Tylen Wallace. Um, he, in that, and, and like Dwayne Estridge, these guys played at both the Z and out of the slot. They were able to get mismatches in both spots. I just love Tylen Wallace's, the dog he has in him, man, he's fearless over the middle. You can, you can run him at Z and you could have him run these, these drag routes and these dig routes and this stuff like that. I mean, when I did the write up that our pro members can, you know, can go check out only if they want to, only if they're comfortable and it makes them feel okay. Um, but th- they can go check out the Tylen Wallace ride. I, I compared him to a Steve Smith uh, because he just, he just, he has that same kind of dog. That's same kind of dog mentality. I, I, I couldn't tell whether or not I was letting some of my priors and the fact that I love Tylen Wallace so much. And just from what I've seen him do in the big 12, maybe creep into my evaluation of him from the senior bowl, that could have been, you know, that could be part of the case, but that's part of the deal with this evaluation stuff. You know, we're, we're taking everything that we know and um, putting it all together. So Tylen Wallace for me, you know, pretty much right there in my top three and shy Smith would be, um, just right outside it as far as that's concerned. I, I don't think I would get to get to Kadarius Tony till maybe after Shy Smith. But I, but I don't know because there were the plays with Kadarius Tony, Byron. You could talk to people about you know, how fast do you think he's going to run? Do you think he's a 4-3 I mean, guy? looks like he's a four, at least a 4-4 four, four guy, you know what I mean? And so, I mean, that's what's going to happen. A lot of, especially these undersized dudes, when it's all said and done and you've got all your rankings in April put together and uh, all this stuff, when you round circle back on some of these guys, they're a little smaller, they're not sure about or kind of tight, you know, in your rankings because it's a deep class or whatever. Ultimately, you're going to look and see like, all right, who ran fast? Who is that does matter? You know what I mean? So... Uh, you know, I think if I see, you know, four, four for Tony is what, at least what I would expect. If he runs something like that, I think that is going to make him viable in you know, everybody's rankings. I thought the other guys that we're going to need to look out for how they test. Um, these are players that could be risers if they, if they test well, uh, Frank Darby, I think it's Arizona state. Alex mm-hmm. yeah. had a pretty, pretty good week out there and really finished strong, I like his body type. I like his energy. I think if he tests well, he's a sneaky guy. Uh, Des Fitzpatrick, 
He's a guy that had a pretty good week. If some at his size, if somehow with his kind of rangy, if somehow he tests well, I think he'll be a guy to watch. Um, we saw Demetric Felton that they kind of vacillated between running back and wide receiver this week. I think out of UCLA, certainly undersized, but I thought looked pretty good at the wide receiver position when they did use him there. I'll be curious to see how he tests. And then, do you think, the, do you think he'll play running back or wide receiver? I think he looks like a wide receiver, man. Yeah. You know, but he could be kind of a gadget player and ends up in a no man's land. I think it's, I think he, he's, he, I, th- I think he, he's going to end he, up in a no man's land, but he was, he's going to be a time Montgomery. He's going to be a time Montgomery who the teams just don't know what to do with. I probably, I thought he had a solid week and I thought he looked like a player that they were pretty intent on like finding a way to utilize him. Even though I know some weren't a fan of them splitting his time up that way. I, I think he's at least worth a mention. And then the dude that I thought won big on the outside at the catch point all week long, but I think he made a good point. We're probably pretty skeptical of how he's going to test, but a dude that could surprise us, uh, Nico Collins out of Michigan. I, I don't think he's going to test well, but he made so many big plays at the catch point on the outside and in the red zone that if he's a guy that surprises us and even runs four or five, I think you'll say, well, all right, like, you know, I, I, I probably need to take a second look at Nico Collins. If Nico Collins is six foot four, 215 pounds with a 79 inch wingspan, and who can make those Mike Davis kind of grabs on the sidelines, if he runs four or five, that's going to be a, that's, yeah, that'll be a game changer for him. I just, I don't think he's going to run a four or five because I didn't see him separate one damn time all, all, all week long. So, um, anything else on wideouts? Do you have anything on tight ends? And then we can get out of here and get to watching this game. Yeah, I mean, I thought Josh Palmer from Tennessee finished strong. They, you know, he's a guy that had wasn't great early in the week. Maybe another dude to kind of watch, you know, a deep guy. I thought Marquez Stevenson had a good week, Alex, but he's just too shrimpy on all his measurables. Unfortunately, just doesn't match up with the performance, so I kind of had to drop him. And then tight end, I think you and I agreed it was Trey McKitty with the, you know, pterodactyl arms and 11-inch hands out of, Georgia that if you're a tight end junkie he should be like your number one watch list tight end in dynasty coming out of this senior bowl you know of, of the guys in this senior bowl crop um, a lot of buzz about Hunter Long who also had very very good measurables I think kind of he was consensus number two behind McKitty and then uh, you know, I thought the top five rounded out with uh, very close between Kenny Yaboa and John Bates. And then Noah Gray might have had the catch of the week for a tight end on day three. I know that he was considered like a top 75 or 100 guy, I think, going into the college season last year by a lot of NFL scouts. But, um, you know, as I understand it, there was it was kind of an underwhelming final college season for him. And I really didn't notice him until day three. So I hesitated to uh, push him too high. I know some people think he's kind of polarizing. So that's how I had the top five, Trey McKitty, Hunter Long, uh, Kenny Yaboa, John Bates, and Noah Gray coming out of the senior bowl crop of tight ends this one, year. One, one player from the senior bowl this year, not named Mac Jones. You're, you're an, you're an NFL team. You can add him to your team right, right now. Who's it going to be? Amari Rogers.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.